This is The Michael Wall Show. Michael is a speaker, author, and founder and CEO of several companies. His passion is to help families live on purpose and live with purpose. And now, here's Michael Wall. Welcome into The Michael Wall Show. I hope you are having a terrific week and a terrific day. I'm not sure what you got going on in your world right now. But I hope you got something fun happening. You know, I'll tell you, it's really important in life that we continue to readjust our mental lens. We're in a place where we're wearing glasses or we needed glasses. Let's say you wear glasses or you wear contacts. Maybe your vision's perfect. Mine's not. I need some glasses and contacts. Luckily, I'm not too bad, right? (laughs) But at the end of the day, I notice, you know, when I wake up in the morning, You know, I can see things, I can look at things, but if I'm going to go and intently focus on something or go down the road, drive down the road, I might be in a place where I may say, you know what, all of a sudden I'm going 95 instead of 65. And I say, officer, it wasn't my fault. I didn't have my contacts in. Of course, that's not going to go very far. So we need to make sure that we have the right lens visually. And sometimes we don't look at that the same way when it comes to our minds, you know? And so that's why I talk a lot on this show about the idea of changing your mind, controlling your thoughts, and, you know, kind of out with the old, in with the new, so to speak, on a regular basis, very, very important. Today's show is no different. I want to talk to you a little bit about the idea of intentional living. And I think this is going to be something that's really going to be powerful, and it's going to give you practical tips Whether you're an entrepreneur, whether you own a very successful company, whether you're an aspiring entrepreneur, whether you're just, uh, you know, a house mom or dad and you're working somewhere, or whatever you're doing, this is going to be something that's going to give you some nuggets you can walk away with. It's in the lane of intentional living specifically and, and what that looks like. By the way, many of you have joined us in shows in the past and you've been listening and dialing in. I appreciate that. We, we're thankful for your listenership. I do ask that if you don't mind, I'd, I'd love the opportunity to hear some of your feedback uh, by going and just rating the show, what you love about the show, what you've enjoyed. Give us a four or five star rating, whatever you feel led to do. And then also uh, just leave some feedback. Hey, I love the show because of this, or I love to hear about that. And we always appreciate that correspondence. It kind of talks back to us. All right, so let's talk about intentional living in today's show. And again, my purpose is to just to give you a couple nuggets that you can take away that you can apply to your life immediately that will add value to you. So that way you can improve where you want to go and kind of go down the, the path of really reaching and achieving the goals that you have. Hopefully you've clearly defined your goals. If you haven't, then you need to listen to some of the other shows that I've shared previous talking about some of those things. So I want to talk about the fact in relation to intentional living, because, you know, you can go a lot of different places. You know, think of it like building a house. You know, in a house, you might have multiple rooms, but it's one home, right? You got a living room, you got a dining room, you got a bedroom, you got a bathroom. You might have a basement or an upstairs. You know, depending on where you live, you may have other rooms, but you have multiple rooms, but it's one home. And when you think about intentional living or having an intentional life, there can be multiple aspects to that. But Today, I want to talk specifically to the idea of your time. And by that, I mean, I want to talk about the fact that you don't always have to say yes. And I, I want to talk about my own personal experience here, because this is something that I'm, I'm not just talking about. This is something that I've experienced. You know, and in business, a lot of times I'll talk about, and this can be in anything really, as you're looking to grow, 
we can sometimes find ourselves in a scenario where we feel like we have to say yes. And by that, I mean, you know, hey, I'm going to go here. I got to go there. I got to be here. I got to be there. I got to show up here. I got to show up there. And if you watch me on social media, you know, we're pretty active. I'm here, there and everywhere in a lot of ways. So we are doing a lot of things, uh, a lot of very social and, and very involved in a lot of nonprofits and charities primarily that are engaged in the process of helping save children in a lot of ways. But, you know, the process of not always saying yes is so important because I think sometimes as you're growing and you're going in your career and in your life, you can have the feeling that you have to be here or I must be there or I must be, you know, whatever, just just to be showing up. And so people can say, hey, here's so-and-so and building relationship and so on and so forth. But I want to challenge you with the fact that you don't necessarily always have to say yes. And sometimes it's healthier if you say no. Because sometimes you can find yourself going places and doing things. I know that I have in the past. And when you left, you say, you know, I was there and I was present. But what really did I gain? What really productive activity came from that connection? Was it, was it really anything more than just me showing up? Or are we involved in just, you know, just social club type stuff? I know this year, 2020, as I'm shooting uh, this podcast, you know, for me, it's really been a big thing that I've been talking about the idea of slowing down, slowing the pace, being more intentional even in my life. And I think what happens is, is there's different phases that you go through. So you have your foundational times and building times and growth times, but you have to adjust along the way. You have to con- continually adjust along the way. It's just like an athlete or anything else, you know, anything else that we're doing that we want to do well. I mean, they're in a situation where they have to continue to adjust along the way. Sometimes there's, you know, a baseball player might be in a place where they're hitting the ball really, really well, coming across the plate smooth and just connecting well with the ball. But then there's times where for whatever reason, something comes into the swing and they're not hitting the ball clean. They're hitting on the top of the bat or the bottom of the bat or they're not you know, connecting with it clean and right on the core of the bat. And so they have to go back to the coach and they have to go back kind of to the drawing board and say, what am I doing here? And got to readjust. It's like driving a car. You know, when you drive a car, you don't give big jerks when you're driving down the straight, you know, road, you give little adjustments along the way. And so these are just things that I want to challenge you with that I've thought about in my life as far as little adjustments along the way. What are those little adjustments? In other words, why do you do what you do? When you wake up every day to the events that you go to, the, the places you go to, the people that you interact with, do you go to things and do things just because you feel that you have to or you're supposed to? Or because of the position that you're in, you it's just kind of required of you, you know, almost like a, I hate to say it this way, but almost like a king and a queen type situation where there's like, well, they're required to show up. They're required to do this. They're required to do that. And I'm not saying you're a king or a queen, even though you are in God's eyes, right? But at the end of the day, why do you do what you do? What is, what is the reasoning behind why you do what you do? Because sometimes if you really step back and think about it, you realize that, you know, I'm doing these things, but it's not necessarily taking me closer to the goals that I have in mind. And that's a great question that we have to ask ourselves as we do certain things. As you do these things, as you engage in these things, are they taking you closer to or further from the goals that you have intentionally? Very, very important. You know, there's a verse here in Colossians chapter 3, verse 1 that says, since you have been raised 
to a new life with Christ, those that have accepted Christ as their Savior. Since you've been raised to a new life with Christ, set your sights on the realities of heaven, where Christ sits in the place of honor at God's right hand. Think about the things of heaven, not the things of earth. For you died to this life, and your real life is hidden with Christ in God. And that is uh, Colossians chapter 3, verses 1 to 3. So it says, set your sights on the realities of heaven. In other words, verse 2, think about the things of heaven, not the things of earth. And what happens a lot of times is our focus is on the things of today. And the world is very, very overwhelming in a lot of ways, if we allow it to be. It can be very overwhelming. You know, I got to be here. You got to go there. Got to go be here. Got to be there. Got to be there. And then when you start having children, if you have children, then it even multiplies and amplifies. Well, my kids got to play this sport and that sport and be at this game and that game. No, they don't. They don't. You know, I was just with Tim Tebow uh, a couple weeks back in Miami, and, and we were just talking about some different things. And I had met Tim a little while back at the Breakers at another event, and we were having uh, dinner together. We had some conversation about a variety of things. But, you know, one of the things that we talked about is his career in sports. And, you know, Tim did not start in sports until he was in his early mid-teens. Now, he had always had a little bit of an appetite, but he grew up in a lane where he was a missionary kid, he was homeschooled and all of these things, and he didn't have the resources and opportunities that many of the other children in America had at his disposal at a younger age, meaning all of these travel teams and all of these best workout facilities and best coaches and all. He didn't have that. And yet here's a guy that was uh, you know, Heisman Trophy winner and went to the pros. And now he's playing baseball. Now, some a lot of might say, well, his career and you know Tom Brady's career is comparative differences, whatever it may be. But at the end of the day, I would beg to say, listen, here's a guy that walked into his lane because he was gifted with the ability to play sports. And I think that gives us as parents the ability to say, no, we don't always have to say yes. No, we don't have to have six practices a week. We don't have to go down that lane all the time. So when you look at your life, whatever it is, whether it's business or social or relationship or with your children or whatever it may be, you don't always have to say yes. And my challenge again with this show is for you to really evaluate your yeses and your noes instead of just saying, yeah, let's go connect. Yeah, let's go intentionally build relationships with people that you really want to spend time with that you really want to build a relationship with, that really care about you, that are real people, that just don't like you because of the car you drive and the house you live in and the vacations that you take. If that's the basis of our relationships, we're in trouble. You really are. I mean, it may be exciting initially, but I can tell you, you know, you go stay at the Ritz or the Four Seasons or, you know, a private resort or whatever it may be, so often And at some point in time, it's like, okay, oh, we're staying at another five-star resort. Great. No big deal. Now, to a lot of you, maybe that have never been in a place like that, you're like, geez, I'd like to stay at a five-star resort. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. And I'm not saying don't go do that. I'm just saying the point is those types of things fade, right? And, And that's why I love the quote that says, materialism is not how much you have, it's how much has you. Well, things can start to have you and own you because you are not being intentional with your life and you're in a situation where you're always saying yes. You really feel like you're almost a slave to the system. So if you're there in your life, I'm gonna give you one or two quick things that can help you get off of that wheel, you know, the treadmill of life where you're just going, 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 because I've been there. 
one or two things here that can kind of help you step off of that and really evaluate what you're doing. Number one, as I mentioned before, when you are getting ready to say yes or no, ask yourself the question, will this connection, will this relationship, will this event that I'm going to go to, will this thing that I'm going to be involved with, will this move me closer to or farther from my goals in life? Your goals in life might be to become the best version that God's created you to be. Your goals in life might be to grow a business that's a wonderful business and adding a ton of value. Your goals in life might be to have a wonderful family, and hopefully that's before your business goal, as an example. I mean, there's a lot of different goals, but when you evaluate what you're going to say yes or no to, the question is, will this move you closer to or take you farther from accomplishing or growing in those goals? And number two, the second thing is by connecting with these people or going to these events, will this be something that internally, you know, in your heart of hearts gives you peace when you make a yes decision? In other words, if you have the feeling of like, well, you know, I don't really feel like I want to do this, but I feel like I have to. Well, that's not an internal peace. So now you're making a yes decision against your own internal conscience, which God gave you. Now you're in a place where you're doing something that is like, eh, I probably shouldn't be doing this, but I feel like I have to. So that second question is, is, is there going to be an internal peace when you make a yes decision to this? A lot of times we get ourselves involved in things and involved in a lot of different things that we really don't need to be involved in and connected in. And we have all of this weight and worry and stress and pressure that we are carrying that we were never intended to carry because we're doing things that we were never intended to do. So the simple answer is stop it. Stop doing things that you know internally is not giving you peace. Stop doing things that you know is not taking you closer to the goals and building the relationships that you want to build. Stop it. Just stop it. You don't have to do it. It's okay to say no. And I'll tell you what will happen. When you start to go down the path of really living intentionally in this capacity, you will reevaluate, number one, everything that you do. It's a wonderful thing. Number two, it'll give you a tremendous freedom that you never thought was even available before. And number three, you'll be in a place where you literally will start to lose the care of what other people think about you. Now, that, I, didn't, I didn't mean by saying that that you don't care about people, <laughs> You lose the care of what other people think about you. And most of the time, those are people that really couldn't care less about you anyways. It's really a tremendous thing, and it'll put you closer to really living intentionally in your life and going down the, the path of living out the purpose and vision and intention that you were created to live. So I hope that was beneficial. If you blew by some of that or some of that didn't stick, go back and re-listen to this show. Remember, repetition is going to help us really dial in and live what we need to live as we get it in our brain. So go back and re-listen to the show and, and share this with someone that needs to hear this, someone that you know that's just running, 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 running. They need to hear this message. They need to hear this word. Maybe they're not listening to you. Maybe you've tried to share it with them. Hey, maybe you need to slow down. Hey, maybe. And they're just like, yeah, no, I got to do this. No, I got to do this. No, I got to. Share this show because sometimes what I've found is people will listen to other people even though they're sharing the same message that you've been trying to give them. Have you experienced that in life? If you're married, you have. Okay. So the good news is, is you want to find the right resources that you can be in a place where you can get the right 
input to help us all create a better world and a better life, living intentionally along the way. As always, the goal and purpose of this show is to help you live on purpose so you can live with purpose and together we can change the world. It's a wonderful thing and I'm excited for that. So thanks for tuning in. Thanks for dialing in. And again, I invite you to take a moment and share your thoughts and comments on whatever podcast app you listen to. That's my request to you as a, as a thank you back for the show and uh, share this show again with two or three people that need to hear it. We appreciate you. Have a blessed one. We'll talk next show.